boy, Yagi. Let's see. Uh, Opie's so talented. These live streams just show you how much of a genius he is. How Jim and Sam are still on Boogles are still on Boogles the mind. How Jim and Sam are still on Boogles the mind. The word of the day is Boogles. Back from a bike ride. Um, it was lovely, man. I took a loop in Central Park. The stupid allergies kicked in a little bit. Does, I, I, everyone in New York City is complaining about these allergies and the and the pollen. A lot of pollen in the air. You were very nice to me when you met me in 2013 and let me come up and see the studio. Awesome for a Swedish fan. Well, there you go. Oh no, Carl. This is one of my pet peeves. You got one of those names with the two dots. You got a you got a last name with the two dots. I don't like that, Carl uh, Oosterlund. Is it Ooster? Is that how you pronounce the O with the two dots above it? I don't. I don't know. Uh, hello from Bonnie, Scotland. Look at that. How cool is that, man? Well, welcome to New York City. As the sun goes down, there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, Yachi, you're just. <laughs> You intrigue me, but I think I might have to block you. Anthony's so jealous of Opie, him being on Rogan just proves how much attention he needs. You're, you're just, it's just the worst. You should talk about allergies more. Uh, the people can't get enough. Well, I'm going to do that, Tiger Baseball, because the allergy season has been off the charts. My goodness, everybody's complaining. They're like, oh, the allergies. I'm really feeling it this year, and they're lasting a lot longer than normal. What do you think? What do you take for your allergies? Oh, my God. You need to take the Flonase. But before you do the Flonase, you got to what? Wash out your nostrils with some saline solution because there's some gunk and pollen stuck up in there. And then you do the Flonase. And that should help you with your allergies. And don't forget, even though you took a Claritin, you could also take an Allegra. And if it gets really, really bad, make sure you do a little Sudafed. And stay away from that Afrin. That is very, very addicting. Billy DeTore, how are you, buddy? Welcome. Uh, Brother Louise's old uh, producer. He's way up there in Rochester. I, I like that I know a lot of the, the backstories of uh, you guys. I biked hard, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to lose the, uh, the COVID-10. And I got about, uh, I would say another five, maybe seven uh, LBs I want to I wanna get rid of still. Oh, my God, this live stream is off to a good start. I talked about my allergies, and I talked about my uh, my COVID-10 and how I got to lose a few more pounds. And I'm wearing the hat today because um, I'm not going to lie to you. The guy last night on the live stream saying that I had a He-Man haircut, that one hurt a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So I said, you know what? I ain't dealing with the hair jokes tonight. I'm going to put a fucking hat on. Opie looks young, Kennedy. I'll take that. I'll take that compliment. Now you got the hiccups. Because um, I slammed down a, uh, a green. What did I have today? Oh, I had a, uh, a green smoothie from Juice Generation. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about it. I had kale and spinach and banana and mango. And then I went with the almond milk, no sweetener, and plant protein. That's what I had for dinner tonight as I try to lose the extra five to seven LBs. Oh, my God, my nose is itchy. God, I thought I could get a loop in without the pollen just driving me nuts again. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just raising my kids, getting them to school, putting the Oculus Quest 2 on my damn eyes, and I'm just floating in space and meditating all day, and I'm, Oh, I'm going on nature walks with the VR. What else did I do with the VR? Oh, I visited Athens today. And I visited, a, oh, I visited the beaches of Malta. And uh, I took a trip to Paris. Where else was I today? Uh, oh, I, I was checking out uh, the orangutans. You say the orang orangutan, right? 
Uh, I was in the woods with orangutans, and then I went back to floating, meditating. Now I'm just picturing a saggy ball bag. Why are you picturing a saggy ball bag? Does the VR make you dizzy? The VR makes me dizzy when I'm doing the roller coasters, which I don't really do, the zip lines, uh, anything, any, any type of shit in a plane or a car or whatever. But in general, no, man. But I like the trippy stuff. I really, really like the trippy VR stuff. And uh, there's a lot of really cool, like, meditative uh, stuff you can check out, check out on the VR. And, and these nature walks and... Uh... <laughs> My wife today, she walked in on me. She's like, what are you doing? I was just laying on my back. I don't, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she thought I found like the uh, the naughty, naughty VR shit that people are talking about. But I, I have not I have not dipped into the naughty, naughty VR stuff yet. But she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm floating in space. This is amazing. Oh, and I saw the, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, the aura, aura bo- uh, the, uh, 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 the northern lights. And there was one more. What was the other one I did that was so fucking cool? Oh, they have one where uh, it's an artist rendition, obviously, but they're taking some of the pictures that the rover took on Mars. And um, they're showing the night sky and what the night sky would look like on the surface of Mars. And they're showing, like, like the sun going down on Mars and then the night sky. That was fucking sick. And then I went into some... Um, drive-in movie theater place what the hell is that called it's like it's like a it's like it's like this app and you could be in all sorts of movie theaters or you could be in tv rooms and uh i decided to watch some 70s cinema and uh the setting was uh a drive-in and i was watching convoy with chris christopherson and ali mcgraw and i uh i really really enjoyed that too so my whole day was busy just VRing my ass off while the kids were uh, at school. I wasn't thinking about Opie and Anthony crap. I wasn't thinking about podcasting. I wasn't thinking about who did me wrong. I was just floating around in the VR universe, and I loved it. And I'm not transitioning, by the way. Someone said, uh, Ope's transitioning. I'm not. I'll leave that to the, uh, the Elliot Page person. Although I think, I think uh, that's a full transition, right? When you throw on your, your swim trunks for the first time and you're ripped, I think the transition is complete. How is it that I worked my whole life trying to stay in shape? Like I just said, I just did a, a sick uh, loop in Central Park. It was probably the equivalent uh, by the time I get to Central Park, do my long loop and come back. It's at least eight miles. And I'm, I'm working my balls off my entire life to try to be in some kind of shape. And then this Ellen Page turns into Elliot Page and throws uh, 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 swim trunks on and is in better shape than me, ripped with guy abs. We live in a strange world, man. Hey, hope Joe Rogan told Anthony that you're crazy. What do you think? Joe Rogan don't know shit about me, except for the time we uh, spent a few hours, you know, uh, on his podcast, that guy don't know shit about me, man. So I, I think nothing of that comment. How, how about that? I, I was the one that came up with the name uh, Death Squad for, for him and his boys. He knows that. And he, uh, he kind of called me the Destroyer. So there you go. Did you ever get nervous interviewing people early in your career? Any stories? Oh, my God. Every time a, every time a, a celebrity walked to the door, I almost shit my pants for a, for a while. I don't have any particular stories, I don't think. Tonight might be the pick. Tonight, I might have to pick. Um, I was just telling some people in my stupid little world, and I was just telling the story that I, I um, interviewed um, Joe Cocker when I was at WBAB, the home of rock and roll. And I'll never forget. I don't remember the interview. I remember being nervous as fuck. And the door opened up. It was time for the Joe Cocker interview. And he walked in with two beers, and I, I used to remember what kind he, he drank, and I, I, I don't remember anymore. I feel like it was like Corona. Joe Cocker would drink Corona, right? Or maybe Heineken. He wouldn't, he wouldn't drink Heineken. So I think it was two Coronas. And he was barefoot, 
And the guy, uh, he had two beers because he handed one to me. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and that interview, I remember, even though I was nervous as, as fuck going into it, uh, him handing me a beer and him walking in really wasted and in bare feet uh, definitely made it a lot easier to hang with him. But I couldn't tell you one thing I did with that with that interview. Ed Asner named you that first. Yeah, David Young, you are right. A lot of people say that Joe Rogan um, nicknamed me the Destroyer. But Ed Asner actually said something like, uh, you destroy things or something like that. I should put it on my podcast. I should do that. I should put the whole Joe Rogan slash Ed Asner Destroyer thing on the podcast. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow because I, because I was floating in space with the VR. I, I, I don't have any episode planned uh, for tomorrow. I, I got a little lazy this week. So maybe I'll just cut that up real fast. But anyway, then Joe Rogan got a kick out of the fact that Ed Asner was calling me out for being a real dick. And, and calling me the destroyer or you destroyed things. And then Joe Rogan absolutely said something like, he just called you the destroyer and laughed himself silly. And then the name kind of stuck for a while there, I guess. I wouldn't trust anything Rogan says. He's on roids and high. His mental clarity is skewed. <laughs> You're not wrong, Rachel. <laughs> Stupid meathead. <laughs> Joe Rogan's turning into a meathead. You are so beautiful to me can't you see you're everything i hoped for i think hope he's high estate taxes i'm not high this is my natural you know what i think i got I, I think i got some of those endorphins uh running through my body right now because of the bike ride uh, did you enjoy having naked girls in the studio, or were you uncomfortable just in Sims? I, I wasn't uncomfortable to see nudity. I never fully got to enjoy that part of the job because I was always worried about how everything sounded. Other guys, without naming names tonight, they would just tap out, and I'm sitting there like, we still, I mean, that yeah, that girl looks amazing, holy crap, but we still got to make this sound, you know, good and make it into something, and I was always like... I was so lame, to be honest with you. I was always worried about what things uh, sounded like uh, to the listener in their cars. So uh, did I enjoy it? Absolutely. Was I ever uncomfortable? The only time I was uncomfortable was when the, um, you got to, you know, you got to clean this shit up. But when that little person came in to audition to become a, a stripper, she wasn't sure if she had what it, <laughs> what it took. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever. She wasn't sure if uh, she had what it, what, it, what it takes, I should say, to be a stripper. And she called us up and we brought her in. This was WNEW. Um, help me out. Who was in the studio? Tom Hanks' son, who told me and Anthony at the time that he was a huge Opie and Anthony fan and that he had friends in Jersey sending him tapes to California. That's a true story. What was his name? Colin? Colin Hanks, right? Now he's a big fucking deal. He was just sort of getting started in the acting when he came in that day. And he was with, uh, I believe, Jack Black, right? And I believe Patrice O'Neill was there too. One of the early Patrice O'Neill um, appearances. And this girl came in, a little person. She got on the console in front of all of us. And she proceeded to show us her moves and start stripping. And, well, I'll speak for myself. I just started laughing my ass off. And I'm sure others were laughing along with me. And... Uh, that made the whole room incredibly uncomfortable. And then she got really bummed out and sad. And I could, I just couldn't help myself. And then she like was covering up like this. And she put all her clothes back on. And we never, uh, we never heard from her again. <laughs> I don't think she ever became a, a stripper. You're the greatest. Am I stroking my ego by clicking on that? Is, is that what I just did? I might need another Super Soul Sunday from Oprah Winfrey. If I start stroking my ego, I'm going to have to listen to some more Super Souls. Mind, body, soul, every day. I think I clicked on that one for my ego. I guess that's okay because we, we, we're, uh, you know, what are we, souls having a, a human experience? Where are my, where are my spiritual people at? <laughs> is that what it is, right? Where souls having a human experience? I think that's what it is. Opie, do you still eat your lunch from concrete bags? Well, if uh, things keep heading in the direction they're heading, 
I might have to go back to putting my uh, my my lunch in a in a concrete bag, my friend. Seeing Jimmy in old ONA clips gives me douche chills. I uh, I filmed a lot for the Opie and Anthony show and for my YouTube channel, and I get really frustrated because I'll go searching out videos, and uh, man, Jimmy just he can talk all the shit he wants about me, but he was just. He's not happy in most of the videos that I have on my YouTube channel. You don't have to take my word for it. Scan around a little bit. And that means I'll make some money. But you'll see time and time again that Jimmy is like pouting or just fucking, I don't stewing. I, I, don't, I don't know what you call it. It's too bad. The whole thing was just too bad. Did I just make $2? La, 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 la. Good morning, Bear Man. Opie, please get help. <laughs> help for what, sir? Are you buying that gaslighting garbage? A lot of lies, you know? I mean, I think, I think a lot of people bought a lot of the lies because I was trying to take the high road and uh, I wasn't really giving my, uh, my two cents on a lot of the things. And so, you know, not necessarily tonight, but I've been peppering in more and more of my, uh, my point of view on things. And uh, the amount of lies that uh, have been said about me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely going to continue pushing back against the bullshit. Uh, Rachel, well, Opie, you could get help with the piss sock. That's weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? Us guys, and I got, I got a low toilet in this place for whatever reason, some... Whatever asshole owned this place before me, they have a low toilet. Why would you have a low toilet? Like, it's really low to the ground. So when you're peeing, man, you know, you're going to get a few drops on the seat. And no one's looking, so why not use the bottom of your sock and give it a quick little uh, sweep around the bowl? Why not? I don't find that weird. And I actually turned on so many people to that. I mean, do you know what you're picking up just walking around your apartment or your house and, and, and you're socked? Is it, is it uh, socked feet? I think the germs and all the garbage that you're picking up on uh, your socks as you walk around your house and your apartment is way worse than wiping the toilet seat with the bottom of your sock. Opie, why do you need donations? You made millions. Why take people's money? I ain't taking nobody's money, cool boy. You just gave me $5. I'm not begging for money. If people want to give me money, I, uh, I absolutely appreciate it. I used to make stupid money doing a radio show, and now I make a few, uh, a few bucks every time I live stream, and uh, it's appreciated, and it keeps me motivated to do this. In America, I want to continue making money, and uh, I'm not set for life. I'm not crying poverty, but I'm not set for life. Why not? Why does it bother you, dude? Are you asking that to Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or, or Howard Stern? You know, I hate Howard Stern's guts, but you know what? I, I think he should be able to continue making money for his content. Go ask Howard. Howard, why aren't you doing your show for free? Why are you taking tens of millions of dollars from the company? You don't need that money. Dumbest comment of the night. Dumbest comment. And you know what? You know what happens when you have dumbest comment of the night? You get blocked. Take your $5 and shove it. Opie still bans people less than other people when they had pal talk. I, I don't know what that means. Pal talk was, um, became pretty popular because the Opie and Anthony show, mostly Anthony. I had nothing to do with it. I, I couldn't even see the pal talk room. Uh, it was never set up for me. It was, uh, it was Anthony and his little fan base that he was... He was building, and um, Eric Logan, I remember, said that we should try to make a deal with Pal Talk because we were bringing in so much business for those guys. But a few of the old Pal Talk people have admitted to me that uh, the shit talking was pretty fucking brutal back in the day. That Anthony was literally shit talking me in the Pal Talk fucking room. This shit goes so far back; it's unbelievable. And a few people over the years have uh, come forward and, uh, and have apologized to me. But, but they said, oh, yeah, man, fucking uh, it was shit talking you to everybody in the pal talk room. This is what I was up against. I was up against all this horse shit. I wasn't perfect, but what the fuck?
Ant banned way more people on Pal Talk than you banned people on YouTube. It was a silly throwaway joke I was making. Okay, well, at least I know now. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, come on, dude. You need to step way back and take a look at the whole picture. Man, why would I do that? You you do know that. Uh, Opie and Anthony is, is way more important to you, Gareth Connor, than me. You, you do understand that, right? I'm proud of what I did. I wish it was different. I wish me and Anthony got along all those years, but the fact remains we did not. You can't change the past. You can't worry about the future. You can only worry about and think about what's happening right here, right now, my friend. So Opie and Anthony is way more important to you than me. The show ended seven years ago. I, I was very relieved that it ended. I needed to move on myself. And uh, you look at the, the whole picture. You, you keep uh, dissecting and trying to analyze the Opie and Anthony show. I'm way, way beyond that. I only get dragged into it when I turn on my live stream. That's it. Rest of my day, it's barely a thought in my head. Right here, right now, right here, right now. Yeah, Fat Boy Slim. I wasn't going Jesus Jones. I was doing Fat Boy Slim. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> e Rock has hair like a lesbian. We were all jealous of E Rock's hair. That that son of a bitch hasn't lost one damn hair in all these years. Oh my god! I saw a recent picture of him when he posted the picture on Instagram of him uh, holding his child, and I couldn't believe he looks good. First of all, I haven't seen him in a few years. And I'm like, that damn hair is still holding up. I was checking my teeth to see. I had a caramel, a salted caramel, just before I turned this on. So I wanted to make sure that uh, I didn't look like I had, like, like peanut butter teeth. <laughs> Glass jaw Studios. Very good, Rachel. Yes. Um, oh, and my jaw, this side, it's uh, the swelling has gone down. Look, it's symmetrical. My face is symmetrical. But basically, uh, a few days ago, uh, dogging more or less knocked me. I'm not sure if I went out. I got to be honest with you. But I was really fucking woozy and out of it. Uh, basically, I was playing with a chew toy with my dog who just turned one. Yeah, me and my, uh, my dog both have a birthday on the same day. And uh, we were playing with a chew toy. I had it in my mouth. And then he had it in his mouth. And then I let go because I don't want him to pull my old man teeth out. Uh... Opie's looking like a grizzly man tribute. Well, fuck, dude, this hair is like, look at this. It's like, this is like, it's all clumped together. I haven't combed my hair in a year. Look at, like, and this is like ocean hair. All right, I got a lot to say. All right, so, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, how dare you, sir? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're doing a tug of, the, uh, tug of war with the, the chew toy. I let go. He uh, now lets go and drops it on the floor because he wants me to now grab it again. And he's looking down at the chew toy. I'm above him. And then he's wondering what the fuck's going on because uh, uh, because I'm not going for the chew toy. And he just goes like this with his head. Boom. Up. Hits me in the jaw. This side right here. Boom. And uh, I instantly felt like I got, uh, I thought I was getting knocked out or I was knocked out. I'm not really sure. But at the very least, he gave me a TKO, and then my jaw was really sore, and it got swollen, and I couldn't eat. And I honestly thought that I was going to have to, like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, eat birthday cake through a straw. Certainly, um, I got a really, really, really nice steak for the grill, and I really thought I wasn't going to be able to chew down on the steak because every bite was excruciating pain. I really think he sort of – I never went to urgent care, but I, I really believe – that uh, he he uh, dislocated my jaw a little bit. Longest story ever. I know. I'm sorry. You are right. But anyway, uh, I'm feeling better. Is, is 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 the point here? My my jaw doesn't look as swollen anymore. It was all like all messed up up in here, and uh, it ouch is right, man. It hurt a lot. Like like it was incredible pain. As soon as it happened. I, I, uh, I I looked at my wife. Well, my wife wasn't in the room, but when she came in the room, and I told her the whole story, and I'm like, uh, you know, 
Uh, I, I think we have to go to urgent care. But then uh, I calmed the fuck down. I realized I was going to be okay. You're going to be okay, GH. Just put some ice on it. And then, uh, you know, it, it, it didn't get any worse. But uh, but the pain was definitely bad. And the uh, the swelling was, was not, not good. But like I said the other day, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm kind of retelling the story. But it said it the other day that... Um, when I was growing up, we uh, we never went to the the doctor or the hospital unless it was an extreme emergency. <laughs> Opie, Opie looked like uh, Opie looked like you just woke up from a long as fuck nap. I did sleep a lot today. I was tired because uh, we had a really nice um, weekend at the ocean for my my birthday. And one of the things we did, we decided uh, we had to jump in the ocean. For my birthday and for my son's birthday, which was two weeks ago, and for Doggy's birthday, which was yesterday as well. So one of the activities was uh, jumping in the ocean, and the water was fucking freezing, man. My my ball bag sucked up into me uh, to the point where it was uncomfortably uh, – uh, it was just uncomfortably cold, and it, and it hurt a lot. It ached. Um, but the goal was you had to dive in the water, and uh, – uh, it was uh, me, my daughter, and my my son. My wife was on the shoreline with the with, with doggy, who was just trying to break loose. He was going out of his effing mind, and one by one, we uh, we dunked and we got it done. So we were very very happy we did that for uh, for all the birthdays, not just mine, but uh, the son and the dog. Uh, when in last week, water ain't warm. No, dude, it was it was freezing. And yes, uh, Keith James. Shrinkage, absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm, wait. He looks like Christine Blasey Ford. Is that the... Why is it so dark in here? Hold on. Uh, I just lost my light. All right. I'm trying... Wait, if I do this... I want to give you some mood lighting, man. Um, is that the chick... That accused, uh, what's his name? The Supreme Court judge? I forgot I forgot his, uh, Kavanaugh, right? Is that the chick that accused Kavanaugh of some bad, that you think I look like her? Puddle of Dud. That's kind of funny, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. I, I kind of liked a few uh, Puddle of Mud songs. Oh, my God. Why is this going out? Any birthday sex? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I always hated the... The birthday sex thing. That means that you're not really having sex during the year, right? I want Opie to acknowledge my happy birthday comment and answer if Jim gave him 18 pounds of book. But people keep trolling. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things. Stupid Jimmy and his 18 pounds because we weighed him. And his 18 pounds of Beatles books. That he bought for Ozzy's birthday. The clip is up on my uh, YouTube channel. If you've never, ever seen it, just put Ozzy Osbourne uh, in, uh, in the search of my YouTube channel and it'll come up. But Ozzy Osbourne came in. It was right around his birthday. Jimmy being a super fan, he, uh, he shows up with a pile of fucking Beatles books because Ozzy's a Beatles fan, I guess, from way, way back. And, uh, and then... Jimmy awkwardly presented the books to Ozzy, and Ozzy seemed appreciative, but I think Ozzy was just being nice. And then the big reveal, Ozzy leaves the studio, and uh, and, <laughs> and uh, he left the books behind. And, and the big reveal of realizing that he left the books behind made me laugh. That's one of the hardest laughs I've ever had in my life, too. Uh, that moment and it was at Jimmy's expense. That's right. It absolutely was Of course, it's your birthday and I know you've been getting it that you probably thought these gifts I have to acknowledge I, I wasn't gonna do anything, but I figured I've never given you a birthday gift before so I don't know if you're gonna like these or not I, I might have got so a look, have a look. It's so look a book. Oh, he knew immediately what it was. Oh, this is great I can't go wrong with this gift. It's great the it, Beatles are oh, beautiful. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. I uh, hope you like Beatles books. It's All not. Right. It's not done. No, I'm not done. There, <laughs> package number two. There goes uh, one away. That's the. Uh... Do you have this one already? No. Okay, so I have a gift receipt. If you want. To... <laughs> <laughs> 
so far so good. You're so nervous. Well, I wanted to, you know, you're getting Ozzy a gift. It's like, what do you got? Oh, this is great. Fantastic. Two John Lennon books. Wow. Okay, and this is the. I feel. Tell Tony Dennis I'm sorry because he probably has to carry this shit. We wait. It's 18 pounds of stuff. Oh, I'm told I have these. Ah, you got the 10 year old. I didn't know it was 10 years old. No, I'll tell you what. It's, it's still a good gift. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, you're welcome. But I didn't know you had it already. We, I could always bring it back. You know, I just... Nah, it's all right. Just rewrap it, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if you just re-gifted all this stuff to people in the building. <laughs> yeah. so I got a little card for Ozzy, though. I almost forgot. Oh, do you? I got the little the little Barnes & Noble card with your... Uh, with your... Uh... Oh, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> no, this... It's bad. It's not bad. Ozzy, the Beatles were great. Well, second, second note. Oh, you're so. Oh, oh second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so what does the note say? I said, Ozzy, the Beatles are great. Second only to you. Happy birthday, Jim Norton. I just and he called me Homo Sweet. That's <laughs> yes. <I was> right. Yes. <laughs> well, what can we say? Ozzy, yeah, Osborne, Ozzy Osborne. You're my favorite person ever. I was. Uh, I'm happy you're here and you're healthy, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow night at the garden. All right. Nice yeah. seeing you guys. God Ozzy, bless you. Ozzy, we love you, brother. Thank you, Ozzy. We love you. All right, oh, we're. Uh, I guess we're done too, right? We'll see you guys tomorrow. Of course we are. You know. Sign a picture of us. Sure. Bye, Ozzy. Thank you. They literally had to grab and pull Ozzy away from Jimmy Norton, by the way. His people had to come in and bodily drag Ozzy away from Jimmy. Yeah. More importantly. More importantly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the... <laughs> All right. Perfect. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The It is exactly as it should be. Invite E-Rock. We missed that fellow. That's problematic because I think I think I I honestly don't know, but I think he works for Anthony, so that makes it a little problematic. I I don't have anything against E-Rock, but to be honest with you, like uh, you know, working for Anthony, he kind of co-signs all that bullshit that Anthony uh, spews on a regular basis about me. He's been going at it for like seven years, so it makes it very problematic to kind of have a have a, a relationship with uh, Eric. Look, pure honesty once again for you. But I don't I don't have anything against Iraq. I don't. And he and Iraq just had a baby and I did I did um I did congratulate him on his uh I decided to do it on his Instagram page because everybody else was doing it there. I probably to be honest with you, I probably should have texted him that, but I chose to just uh Put a congratulations on his Instagram when he was uh, posting pictures. So, El Pistolero with $10. Hey, Hope, I love you because if it weren't for you, the greatest radio show on the side of heaven, on this side of heaven, wouldn't have happened. Thank you. That is 100% true. One reason why you should uh, not hate on me as much. But if you got to hate on me, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm not going to lose sleep over, over that, okay? Did did Ann ever meet your parents? Uh, Anthony met my uh, my dad. My dad thought it was really really stupid that I made Anthony a, a 50-50 partnership in something I was already growing on my own. Um, I did tell my dad at the time, um, to be completely honest with you, that I I felt it was worth making Anthony a 50-50 partner, even though um, he didn't put any any time in yet. But I felt like it, it would pay off in the uh, the long run. Um, Sometimes I regret that decision, but um, that's what I did. 
And my dad being a business guy, an entrepreneur, he thought it was really, really stupid for me to do that. And I was, uh, even though I was already, uh, how old was I when I met Aunt 30-ish? Um, you know, I thought I, I, I thought I knew more than my dad. How many of us think that? Uh, I survived the 90s. I think you had the right idea back then. Splitting the show once you felt it was not going in the direction you felt. To be honest, I don't like you, but I do wish you well, man. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> to be honest, I don't like you. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the ONA brand was so strong that it should have uh, continued in some way. I thought the uh, the Opie and Anthony show at the end was much different than uh, the show I enjoyed doing. Uh, but, yeah, you know what? We probably should have tried to, like, uh, keep the brand strong. But then Anthony made some dumb, and I'll say this another hundred times, he done. He did a really dumb business move. He did not prove good business sense because after after he got fired from SiriusXM, yeah, things were okay for a while there. And then one day he decided to completely trash me on his uh, his new network. That was about uh, seven years ago. And uh, and then at that point, it was it was never the same. He turned this whole thing into me against him, which is the dumbest fucking business move. There's... There was so there was, and is more was. There was so much more money to be made from the Opie and Anthony uh, brand, and he decided to pull that bullshit fucking business power move and trash me. And I'll say it again tonight: What the fuck in the end did I do to that guy that I deserved his trashing? And then seven plus years of it as he continues to do it. And he kind of he kind of ruined the Opie and Anthony brand, and I guess his ego is such that he assumed if he trashed me and destroyed me, that the entire audience would just follow him, and then I guess he would reap the rewards and make millions and millions of dollars. But the fact is that he doesn't make any money. I don't make any money, and I will hold to the fact that I think it was a really, really dumb, stupid business move to try that uh, me versus him bullshit. Anthony offered you a job on Compound. Keith really wanted to sign you. I don't know what that means. I don't. I, I was offered. I was offered half the business to go over there, and every time I bring it up, it infuriates Anthony because I guess he didn't want people to know that they reached out to me um, at least twice, at least twice, and offered me two giant fucking deals. But that goes against all the, the bullshit that he was spewing that I suck and I'm worthless and blah, 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 blah. So when I uh, made that public, it drove him nuts because the two things didn't match up. I can't be worthless and, and, and I can't suck and all this other horse shit. And, and then on the other side, you're offering me half your fucking company. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. So when I announced to the world that I, I absolutely had a... a you know, uh, an offer to go over there. That drove him nuts that it made it public. But why not? It played in my favor because I'm like, oh, all this bullshit he's saying about me, uh, how much I suck and I'm worthless. Well, how about this, everybody? Enjoy this. And I put it out there. Uh, you've always done you. Keep on keeping on. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Of course I'm in the center. That's more horseshit and bullshit. Some asshole came up with something called wokey. Because if I take a liberal point of view, then I guess I'm woke and I'm wokey. And then I have to listen to people go, dude, whatever, what happened to you, man? I mean, whenever I did politics on the Opie and Anthony show, it was pretty obvious that I, uh, I hated politicians across the board. And I, and I like some of the things that the Democrats do. And I like some of the things that the Republicans do. And... If I really sat here and thought about it, I'd probably like more of what the Republicans are doing than not. Especially for the fact that they're all against cancel culture. That's my livelihood. Well, maybe not anymore, unless I pump this up and start doing something real. But uh, the Republicans are against cancel culture, so how could I not support them uh, in that regard? And I'm not for more tax. Oh, I have to do this whole fucking thing again? But the last time I was called woke is because I, I believe in women. I believe they should be able to choose what the hell they should do with their with their bodies. And that really pissed off, I think, a lot of uh, women haters. Because I, I know these people that came out of the woodwork 
uh, and were attacking me. I know, I know they don't give a fuck about actual people and human beings. It's just one of the talking points of the right that they're against abortion. So these idiots have to be against abortion. And, and my whole point is that women should just decide what they should and should not do with their bodies. Not me, not politicians, and not men in general. So yeah, call me a feminist, because I am. And then I had to explain that if you really want to know, I'm not a big fan of abortion, but I'm a big fan of uh, uh, wanting the women to decide what they should and should not do with their own fucking bodies. That's what I'm a true fan of, having women in my life that I give a shit about. And these people, oh my God, they attacked. And, and they didn't attack because they give a shit about human beings or babies. Um, and, and they're not religious people. It's just, a, it's just that there are a lot of people in this country. There's a bunch of them in this room right now. And whether you're on the left or the right, you have to just fight for every point that the right uh, believes in or every point the left believes in. And I've never been that guy. I've always picked and choose couple from over here, a few from over there, and that's where I, I lie politically. And then, thank you, Pat Duffy, and then people will still call me a lefty. I, I, I know I'm more on the right than the left. For main things, like, I hate cancel culture, and I, and I want to keep more of my money like anybody else out there. I really believe that we all have, uh, we, we all pay our fair share of taxes, no matter what you do for a living. And I hate the fact that they just want, look at this guy, shut up. Look, I pissed him off. Why are you mad? Why are you mad, brah? Why are you mad? Why don't you pop back with a, with a counter argument at the very least? Or say you're wrong, and this is why I think you're wrong. The dumb shut up doesn't work. What, what does that mean? I'm an adult, I'm a grown man. That shut up stuff is stupid. Only People that aren't knowledgeable on topics will just yell shut up and and, and yell libtard or yell wokey and all that garbage because they can't uh, contribute to the uh, to the uh, discussion. But I really believe we all have uh, we all pay way too much in, in taxes. I believe uh, the system in general, well, whether it's local or federal, state, they have more than enough money to, to get everything fucking done that we need in this world. And there's so much corruption and red tape and bullshit that the only way they can figure out how to get some of the things done is to try to get more money out of our fucking pockets. Now, you tell me where that says I'm a libtard or a lefty, you idiot. Sanctuary of Geeks. Hi, Hope. Do you think one phone call could sort all this BS out? You guys are so important to me. Also, you and Dice, okay? Yeah, me and Dice are okay. I guess I haven't uh, I haven't talked to him in years and one phone call I did the phone calls with Anthony everything was going okay and that could have reinvented the fucking brand and keep the Opie and Anthony brand going even if we're even if uh, the days of us doing it on a regular basis were gone and then uh, there was another offer to join him the time wasn't right and I really liked uh, working with Carl and Vic and uh, Sherrod and I think in that offer I believe. Don't hold me to it, but I believe they said, you, you know, uh, you can bring all those guys with you. I didn't think it was the place for me because uh, I, I know over there there's a lot of uh, people that just drink the Kool-Aid. And just because Anthony hates on me, they all have to hate on me. And I've never even met. I've only met a handful of the guys over there. Um, so I knew I knew going over there would be really, really awkward. And I'll give you another fucking piece tonight. And then so, and I kind of explained that to Keith at the time. And Keith goes, look, dude, you know, I would love to hear what you think about the whole network in general. And uh, you could fire whoever you want. I'm like, how would that work? I come in as the new guy and I, I go, well, this guy, this guy, this show has to go. So, you know, in the end, we talked and it wasn't the right place for me. And uh, I said, no, thank you. Um, and I, at that point, I just assumed that the phone calls would continue. We did like five or six. Anthony was calling into my show, if you didn't know, when I was doing the the, uh, the new show with uh, Carl and Vic. And then, uh, and then uh, it quickly went right back to uh, extreme hate, and it has, hasn't stopped since. And that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, believe it or not, I take uh, the high road more, more than not. And then at, at times I feel like I got to uh, – you know, I got I to gotta punch back. 
Oh my, Opie, I saw the, oh God, uh, Rich, I can't do this. If I'm going to be honest, you got to be honest back. I can't do it this way. I'm trying to answer your questions as honest as I can, and then I get this horseshit. Opie, I saw the video that you recorded when you visited Compound Media. Why were you so desperate for Gavin's uh, validation? I, I don't want uh, Gavin's validation. I don't, I don't know much about the guy, okay? Uh, I know he was a, a co-owner of uh, Vice. I used to uh, be kind of friendly with Shane, the other guy, um, a bunch of years ago. But I'll tell you what happened, and you know that you know this, Ricardo. You know this. Before I went and took a tour of Compound, and I made a little video of it. Um, before I went there, I knew there was a lot of shit talking going on over there by a lot of the hosts, and one of them was Gavin. Gavin was. You know, not too kind towards me whatsoever. And uh, he said a whole bunch of shit. And so when I opened the door and he was right there, I was basically telling him I had a camera in his face. Like, what do you want to say to me now? And he said something like uh, nothing because he, he knew that the, the camera was rolling. I didn't want validation from him, but I was calling him out on his shit. I was basically saying, look, when, when I'm not here, you, you talked all sorts of shit about me, and here I am right in front of you. Now what do you got to say? That's what that video is all about. I don't even know if – I don't even know Anthony has a girlfriend. Why would she why, – why would she trash me on podcasts? I don't even know that Anthony has a, a girlfriend. Why, why is everybody on that side – so obsessed with what I do. I, I, I swear to you, I didn't even know Anthony had a girlfriend. And that's the first I'm hearing that his girlfriend is going on podcasts and trashing me. Why? Why can't you just ignore the trolls, Oak? Come on, dude. Yeah, it's a little troll heavy tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it happens. It's like a catch-22, though, because if I talk about the ONA shit, my numbers are way, uh, way higher, probably twice as high usually. Um, but I don't really want to do that on a regular basis, but, uh, I, I, I do know it gets the numbers up. L M A O on Opie constantly bitching about having to talk about ONA. The only reason anyone knows or cares who you are, bitch tits. The bitch tits thing. Uh, I explained that too, brother. You gotta, you gotta upgrade your, your info. I got rid of my bitch tits many years ago and I admitted I had bitch tits. And that's because I was stress eating after I had my second kid. It was the first time in a in a few years, uh, in a bunch of years, that actually, uh, dare I say, I started looking fat. And no one I knew I was looking fat. I'll tell you. Bob Kelly was in studio. And, you know, Bob is fucking brutal, man. Not many people are better than him than just ripping people apart in front of him. And so he hit me hard on a couple things. And then um, I just went for the fat joke. You know, I didn't have anything else. I forgot exactly what I said. And then he looked at me like, who are you calling fat? And he looked at me like, you know, basically saying, you've, you've gained a few pounds over there. And that was the first time I realized, like, holy shit, I actually, I actually did gain some weight and, and I'm losing control of, of uh, the situation. But the whole bitch tits thing, you got to upgrade that. I got rid of the bitch tits. My, my daughter is uh, eight Going on nine already. Oh, my God. How is that possible? So I got rid of the bitch tits easily six years ago, my friend. But if you need to call me bitch tits, then then do it, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just hope you love seeing dudes in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't even have known what happened that day. And, and people around me basically said, don't fucking... Don't fucking talk about that, you know? I said, fuck it. This is what happened, and I'm going to fucking talk about it. He's referring to the, the Roland thing, where Roland should have been able to take a fucking joke because I thought he was one of our guys. And uh, I learned that day that Roland was never one of our fucking guys. And uh, Roland was hanging with, uh, you know, was hanging with me and Carl and Sherrod and Vic. And, you know, one day in the bathroom as a joke, he just went into a stall, and I popped my my uh, camera over the stall quickly, knowing that he wasn't naked yet, which is key to the fucking story. And we're all laughing our asses off, and he's looking up all, like, awkwardly. And uh, 
And then it was so funny. And I even asked him, I go, Roland, can, uh, you know, can I post this on my Instagram stories? It was. And he said, no. And then, uh, I was like, ah, geez, that was, and it bummed me out. And we all were really, really surprised, you know, cause we were always being just dicks to each other, especially when you're all boys. And then, um, and then, I don't know, a few days go by and I really wanted to post it because it was really, really funny. I didn't think it was degrading or any of that horseshit. I thought it was just funny. And I even said, because Roland was always trying to like book guests on the show. So I go, look, if you let me post this, you could book two guests that I would usually say no to. That's the deal I'll make with you. And he said no to that as well. And then next thing you know, I noticed he started avoiding me. And this motherfucker went to human resources on me on something that was... So fucking nothing. It was a big nothing. <sighs> uh, Jennifer Furs. Opio, I will pay you $12,000 if you stop reading troll comments and just block them without saying anything. Well, yeah, we got to go back to uh, getting out of, the, out of the weeds. So when do I get the $12,000? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I can use the money right now. Yeah, Roland does suck. For real. He really fucking sucks. But I do thank him because I think he was the one between him and Guy Fieri that introduced me to uh, to Carl. But Roland really does fucking suck. For real. Like, we were including him in everything. Roland and uh, Carl were really close. And then Carl took a liking to me. Loved doing the show with me. And then he really liked me, Vic, and uh, Sherrod. And we became a nice little group. And we didn't shut out Roland. We made sure we included him in every fucking thing, everything, all the dinners after the radio shows and whatnot. And that guy never fucking put a goddamn dollar down for nothing. And I really thought he was one of the guys. And then to do what he did to me like that, <sighs> Roland does suck. All right, guys, to the regulars, thank you very, very much. I appreciate all of you. Um, if you want to hang out with a cool group, we got a private Facebook group. Just click become a supporter on my regular Facebook page and, uh, you know, sign up and check it out. But we have like a hundred and, uh, what do we got, Pat? I think we got like 115 people in there and it's 115 really, really cool, chill, nice people. They support what I do. There's not much drama in that room. I like it a lot. I think that's where uh, a lot of this stuff is going. I think that's why Facebook groups is so popular because, People are, people are just have had it with all the fucking drama, man. I just want to fucking chill and have a good time. And that's what we're trying to do in the private Facebook group. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>